This is the Club Solutions Magazine Podcast, Supplier Voice Edition, brought to you by Therabody, the creators of Theragun percussive therapy devices. Therabody is a tech wellness company that uses cutting-edge technology and research to deliver natural products that are made for everybody, including the launch of its own U.S.-grown and USDA-certified organic CBD line, TheraOne, this summer. Welcome to the Club Solutions Magazine Podcast. My name is Rico Francis president and co-founder of Peak Media and Club Solutions. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Tim Roberts, Director of Sports Science for Therabody, and Nick Trosco, Vice President of Global Business Development from Therabody. Our purpose today, will be covering several topics, but our main purpose today is to learn more about you, your company, and then specifically how you can help our listeners. So with that in mind, I'll just dive in. First, Tim, Describe your role with the company. You're the director of sports science. So what do you do and how does that look on a day-to-day basis? Oh, absolutely. So kind of the first to kind of set the scene, science is really central to Therabody's mission, which is to help people feel better naturally. And kind of as a, as a company, our commitment to that is really unparalleled in the industry. So my role is to lead the, the strategy and execution of all things science. So that includes working with our academic partners uh, on our research and kind of and kind of managing that piece, but then also taking that research and that science and translating it into kind of things that add value to the, the different business functions. So that could be whether it's professional education courses that we have for personal trainers to kind of the latest education that's coming out in digital formats to working with our partners and how they position products kind of to, to seek the most benefit for their members as well. And so kind of that's kind of the overall role. And really, there is no there is no day to day routine, really. It's Therabody is is a company which is working in a, a lot of unique kind of areas. And so every day is different and uh, an exciting kind of trying to follow through on that mission. Got it. Nick, same question. What's your role with the company? And then, you know, what does the normal day look like for you? Yep. I'm in charge of global business development for most things fitness and wellness, but particularly health clubs, studios, and then any of the, you know, partnerships and integrations that would, um, you know, help kind of you know, drive sales and, and move things along within those partners. You know, really, I think at a macro level, it's, you know, how do, how do we take this kind of, you know, very direct-to-consumer product, or at least perceivingly direct-to-consumer product, and then how does this live in a club environment? And then how does that create this kind of immersive or unique, at least, member experience? And then how can a club owner or operator ultimately monetize it, whether it's indirectly or directly. So, you know, if you look at us kind of diving head first into this last year, not just within the, the health club space, but really creating this omni-channel approach across a lot of verticals, right? Spas and hospitality and, you know, golf, you know, tennis, hockey, these types of things. How can we, you know, satisfy like those kind of niche markets and then, you know, make sure that, again, the operators, you know, in those businesses can um, take advantage of it. Very good. Yeah, we'll come back to how they monetize it because that's you know, particularly important to them. Before we do that, I always think it's interesting to find out kind of where somebody came from and how they, you know, arrived at where they are now and how they got into the into the job or to the company. So I guess if you each could tell us a little about background and you know what led you to their body, Nick. How about you go first this time? Sure. Yeah, I think Tim's is probably a lot more interesting than me, but. <laughs> I've been in the, the fitness space for close to 20 years. 
um, really kind of all levels. I mean, even in college, I mean, I literally started working front, front counter at a gym, you know, back in uh, Washington, D.C. And, you know, so, you know, really the last five years, though, I've been in Silicon Valley. I was fortunate enough to be on a founding team of a software company um, and then transitioned to work into a company that did 3D body imaging called uh, 3D. And then we created this kind of front-end approach for gyms to be able to use it as a way to increase revenue, right, or have a unique offering for their members that are in there. And then I started with Theragun last year. Okay, very good. Tim? Yeah, so I'm a applied sports scientist kind of by trade and academic qualification. That's actually, before joining Therabody, I actually spent eight years with the Gatorade Sports Science Institute. My role with them was not only conducting research kind of within the, the lab setting, but also then the translation of that to help elite sports, whether it could have been NFL, NBA, MLB, et cetera, and, and kind of working in a sports science capacity with the performance staff in those organizations. It was actually... I, while one of the roles I held was uh, that I was the lead sports scientist for the NFL's International Pathway Program. So that's when they bring international athletes over to the U.S. To, to kind of bring them into the game. And as part of that, I actually kind of reached out to Theragun about kind of acquiring some of their products to kind of be part of kind of our approach to sports science and recovery with them. And it kind of in that kind of got to know the guys at Theragun uh, and kind of understand the core equity of science within in them and kind of then from there they offered me the opportunity to kind of really build that out and kind of kind of lead that kind of forward with their body so i joined uh, actually early this year in january on a full-time basis oh very good so so both you guys have been with the company a little over a year or, or less than a year i guess in your case tim is that right yep yeah absolutely okay you're fairly new to there okay and tim i hear an accent <laughs> So a little about maybe where you're from or how long you've been in the States. Yeah, no, I uh, originally from, from England and so kind of grew up, grew up there and come up. My, my family actually invested, my father invested out here and, and kind of and got our family green cards uh, back in kind of 2009 and with a view that the family wanted to move over from England to the States. And, and then the opportunity came with, with the Gatorade Sports Science Institute. So actually after completing kind of my education at the University of Birmingham in England, moved over to kind of work at a lab here in Florida and then been here ever since. Became a, uh, a U.S. citizen back in uh, 2014, and uh, and absolutely awesome. loved the last 10, 10 years here in the U.S. Congratulations! Yeah, I looked I looked you up on LinkedIn prior to our call and see that you're in Bradenton, which is my wife's yep. hometown. So I'm there a lot. I've been I've been right. in that area quite a bit. Yeah. Small world. All right. Well, let's 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 transition to recovery since that's sort of the name of the game for you guys, and that's and that's what you're known for. I guess maybe start with you know, defining what recovery should mean to a health club operator. So for, if we if we first start with a science standpoint, obviously as my role is, we can define it really recovery as kind of the return of physiological or psychological markers to an appropriate level for subsequent activity. So if we think of an elite athlete, it's kind of getting certain things back to a base level where they could go out and compete again. But it's obviously a natural process the body when you have enough sleep hydration nutrition rest etc but then you have obviously these technologies that can can help accelerate or maximize these processes that are going on in the body naturally so then when you think about it in the in the health club setting it's kind of for me it's really about making services available or kind of experiences available which help the member and kind of as a 
as a byproduct of helping that member make them ready to come back quicker and come back and return to the health club uh, in terms of kind of from from an exercise or enjoyment standpoint. So then when you kind of think about it from a technology standpoint, you have things like percussive therapy, cryotherapy, water immersion, et cetera. And percussive therapy, and it becomes a very unique and attractive option in terms of recovery for, for in my belief, a few reasons. Kind of firstly, it's accessible. Anyone can use it, kind of treat their own body in, in a way that they specifically need, especially with digital education. It doesn't take someone else supporting it or providing that service at the same time. Or it can do, but it doesn't need to. It doesn't take much square footage up in terms of kind of rooms and facilities. It's relatively easy and cheap to maintain and kind of things, especially in, in kind of this kind of day and age, especially this year, it's super easy to keep things clean and hygienic as well. And then ultimately it can be combined in a number of ways, whether it's kind of within personal training, group fitness, exercise or and kind of it can fit in it or it will be on its own in its own class as well so i think really it recovery comes down to how do you how do you improve that member experience how do you help them kind of return to the to the health club on a more frequent basis and then nick from your perspective i guess i'm thinking about you know the health club operators so these are obviously people who are business people and you know they have to obviously try to be as profitable as possible while delivering that member experience so you know from maybe the the health club perspective and and your perspective what does recovery mean or what should it mean you know it's kind of a it's a tough question for me because i think what we're trying to do as a company is actually kind of break that moniker a little bit and okay. saying hey this is just falling into recovery right and I think to date, a lot of that has been more kind of like relaxation, right? And it's just kind of been labeled recovery where, you know, as Tim was obviously mentioning, I mean, there's a lot of substance and why and science behind what we're actually doing. And I think what we can do to provide a health club operator that is to say, hey, look, what can we do based around our flexibility as a company, considering the mobility of the device, considering there's, you know, there's multiple things there, but you know, say, how can we put this kind of linear flow together, you know, where you've got this really unique member experience that ultimately ends up, you know, eventually equating to dollars. And so you got a lot of companies that obviously like indirectly monetize products, you know, by way of just fitting into a certain tier of membership. You know, we can do things like that as well, but, but also there's a lot of different avenues that you can go down um, and different experiences where you touch on all these different departments that are inside of a club. So if you were to just silo that away to a certain type of, let's say, member base, right, or a segment of that member base, the challenge then is you're not getting exposure to enough people. And if you look at this product, you know, it's one of these things where it's not just about, hey, the end of the workout, right? It's, hey, this is actually, as you'll find out, is like something that recovery starts before the workout, right? Whether it's at home, you know, whether it's uh, in the locker room, whether it's, you know, out on the floor, it can be used during actual during the workout and then kind of the follow up, you know, there at the end. Right. And I think that kind of full linear flow, right. With kind of clear benchmarks is what we've done a really great job of doing of kind of setting this up almost as a turnkey solution for people to adopt and kind of see, you know, massive uptake on it right away. And then ultimately leading down to that path of, you know, direct monetization, whether it's from club services that are in there or even the retail side, which we'll discuss later. Good. So are there examples that you're able to share either, I don't know if you can talk about clubs specifically, but are there examples of where customers have done what you're talking about, have made it sort of 
you know, hit the member experience at different levels in the club. Can you maybe share a little bit more about that? That's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at, it's pretty clearly defined kind of this kind of a linear flow and kind of where we have, you know, an initial launch, you know, that we're supporting and going through it. But I think just taking a step back and taking a look at like just you know, the massage gun market as a whole, a couple things. I'm not sure people understand <laughs> the market opportunity and how you know really lucrative it is. But also, it took off like incredibly fast, right? So all of a sudden, you kind of seeing this things kind of everywhere, whether it's you know social channels or you know in clubs or you know studios. And organically, we were in probably tens of thousands of studios, right? Just by a trainer bringing it in and using it, maybe an independent you know trainer or someone like that, right? But you know, we really wanted to add formality to it, right? And as we were kind of going through this, you know, what we realized is that hey, this took off really fast, but you know, we're really serving an undereducated market. People really weren't aware of what is this actually doing, especially like us versus like a competitive landscape, for example, right? Because it's really not the same thing. So I think one of the things you're going to do in terms of having success inside of a club is number one, what we did was lead with education, right? So, you know, we founded Therabody University, I think it was the end of last year, you know, and we had, you know, gone through and not just went through and educated people, you know, on what Farragon does, but what is this in contrast to anything that's out there? Um, and then what are the specific protocols and clearly defined programming that they can follow if they want to, you know, build really an educated staff, right? So building these kind of educated ambassadors of the product that are in there. So if you look at that as kind of the first step, right? And what that allowed us to do then uh, is get into a club and educate people on what that's going to be. And then the services that kind of fall in line from there, and that we've seen a ton of success with is obviously having the trainers as a conduit to some sort of, you know, service. Well, so upselling of sessions that are on there, or at least just adding value into their sessions that are there. And what's crazy is you have some clubs that have gone through this that are seeing an infinitely higher show percentage on, you know, these kind of upsold sessions that are there, right? So the trainers love them because, you know, they're putting money in their pocket, right? Right. But then as you're kind of evolving it, we saw organically a lot of these, you know, clubs and studios and, and this is at global scale that were adopting their own kind of class models. And so they were doing these small group classes or they were doing, I mean, kind of your larger, you know, group classes, like your traditional, you know, group exercise classes. But it was, hey, we're going to purchase, you know, 12 or 18 of these, these Theraguns, have this live in this environment. And we're going to have these kind of almost like a yoga style class you know, session recovery concepts, right? Using where every single person has a Theragun going through it. So we actually worked with a lot of those partners to clearly define those. And we're seeing, again, massive success at a global scale with that, whether they're just kind of adding it into their already existing kind of calendar of classes, but also people that are selling them directly, right? So to the tune of, you know, 25 or $30 a head that are people that are showing up into that. So you look at that approach of saying, hey, we're going to expose some sort of experience to the members, right? If you look at, you know, the PTs, if you look at group X instructors, those are the people that are most engaged. But we really wanted to evolve the product to where we had an, a more autonomous type offering, right? So again, if, you know, like myself, for example, I'm not probably not going to sign up for personal training, right? I'm not definitely not going to take a class. But for me, if, if I saw this out on the cart, I've seen it on my social feed, I've seen it all over the place. I've always wanted to kick the tires on this, right? We wanted to create something where anybody could use this sans any of the staff, kind of like what, what Tim was alluding to. So we've actually, whether that's kind of a, a 
a checkout model, right, or just kind of an open cart model so people can use them. Um, we're seeing people monetize them directly that way to the tune of, and it sounds quite staggering, but it's real numbers. So it'd be, you know, for 100 to 150 checkouts a day over the counter of a Theragun for members to use during their workouts. So if you looked at that, even with the last iteration of product that we have before we just launched our newest stuff, um, I guess it was about three weeks ago, that was really sans any of the technology advancements we've done. Right? So even within kind of, you know, just kind of a basic kind of product, right, have a Theragun and walking through it and just learning, you know, from the app that was, you know, there at the time, we've seen just some massive uptake on that. And all of that really then kind of leads them down to this path to where it's, you know, retail focus, right? Um, and working with the clubs to make sure that they're, you know, they have what it's, you know, a setup to where that they can, if somebody wants to buy them, um, be able to actually sell them and work them in, obviously, uh, on the margins. So you 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 hit a number of different strategies, <laughs> and mm-hmm. obviously, you know, like you mentioned, health club operators are focused on the bottom line. I mean, they're business people, and so what would you say? And I know there's no one way, just in listening to what you said, but what would you say is maybe the best strategy for monetizing what you guys do? It, it's definitely going to depend on the model. You know, so I mean, anybody that's that's in this space understands that there's very little uniformity in terms of how gyms operate, or at least whatever you know they're executing on, you know, day to day. But I would say that if you look at, and we have the data to support this, if you look at really retail and its most as the most lucrative form of ROI that's going to come from this. If you look at that model, then really when you get down to product validation and why someone would you know purchase something. No different than, you know, your friend says, hey, you should get this or this car, check this out or whatever, right? Is that you're going to kind of follow that lead. So you see that as the most lucrative form of ROI and definitely having staff involved, which is why education is such a big deal, right? So we have staff involved. That tends to lead to a much higher conversion rate and sales. But I do think by the most simplistic way to do it, if you just kind of were to drop this down in its most minimalistic form, Right, if you were to say, having the trainers exposed to it, having them go through, you know, either our digital education or workshops and, you know, be able to have some sort of sessions or offering for them, but then also having some sort of open model. I think still the probably the most important thing is going to be giving everyone exposure to it so they can try it out and they can see what it feels like, right? They can see, you know, they can download the app and they can engage with everything, you know, and learn how to use it, you know, before and after you know, their workouts or how to interact with certain pieces of equipment or different activities or classes in the club. And that it makes an immediate difference, right, towards mobility and movement. And once you make kind of that wow factor, right, and especially I think kind of coming post-COVID, right, where you've got something that's that's very new, right, and, and the people are seeing this and people, I think people see that you've got this massive uptake in people, you know, purchasing at home equipment, right. And obviously we've been very fortunate, you know, for this time. You know, so I think people are seeing this, they can engage with it, they can try it out, they can engage all different activities in the club, right? They can talk to their friends about it. And the more exposure you give to something and then you create an educated consumer that ends up kind of leading down the path of obviously better retail numbers. 
Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power and is now as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet you'll wonder if it's on, while you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. Tim, you know, Nick, Nick mentioned competition a little bit earlier. I'm curious to know from your perspective, maybe from a little more of a science perspective, you know, you guys are are kind of lumped in recovery. I think I did that even initially on this call. And there are a number of other companies that are sort of in that space. So from your perspective, what's the difference, you know, maybe two or three of the main differences between Therabody and some of your other so-called competitors? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think really the, the biggest difference is really the ecosystem that we are building and we have built uh, around kind of three three pillars of science, education, and then the product itself. I think because we're the kind of leading kind of the science side within the industry, what we, the understanding that we have of the benefits of our product really is, it goes above and beyond kind of the competitors. So whether it's kind of the use beforehand, to kind of prepare the body for subsequent exercise session or group fitness, whether it's the use afterwards to kind of drive and maximize those recovery processes. Like it's all driven back from our science that then is translated through our education. So you can kind of see that ecosystem existing to, to really add value. And I think ultimately science isn't valuable unless it's kind of being well communicated. And uh, one of the things that kind of we understood is that just a massage gun, sitting on a shelf kind of and kind of the the content that we're seeing around social media and then stuff that nick spoke to isn't enough and so for us it was okay we need to evolve the technology we want to improve kind of all components of it but one of the the most important things was to make it connectable and have the connectivity piece to it because we live in a digital world these days and and Ultimately, if we're going to kind of teach people about the best use cases of the product and how it can really add value to all the different areas of their life, a health club and at home, that was kind of the key. So I think ultimately that's where we stand out from our competition is that it's, it's yes, we have a great product, but it's how do we communicate uh, the education to people and how do we get them to get the most out of it? Tim, kind of sticking with you, are there trends just maybe, you know, at a macro level, are there trends or are there specific challenges in either you know recovery or therapy that you think it's important for health clubs to know about? Yeah, so I, I think we're we're really seeing this big push and this big trend towards wellness. I think we were seeing it before kind of the the kind of unfortunate situation around COVID, and we're and we're going to see it even more accelerated the idea of that wellness and that technology can be a key component of that. But in that trend, I think what's also going to be really interesting and what we're going to see in the, in the kind of coming months and years is that the idea of accessibility. So we know that a, a wide range of technologies can can help you and, and help your wellness and overall health uh, and also kind of things like recovery from exercise, but they're not always accessible. And I think the unique thing then what, when you compare it to other technologies such as cryotherapy, such as water immersion and those types of things, because of therapy then, provides this kind of tech wellness, which is this kind of overall trend, but it does it in a way which is accessible to everyone. So I think uh, that's the big trends that are coming and it's and how do we make things more accessible for people is is gonna be the, the, the key to finding the best solution. Yeah, I'm gonna 
that coattails of that actually too, is that I, what we're seeing too is gone through here. And one reason I think we've been so successful, you know, through COVID and been really fortunate is like content for us and education you know, that Tim was alluding to there is such a big deal. And going through this when people could only have touch points on their members while they're at home, one of the reasons we're able to secure you know, a lot of these partnerships is that we could offer them that, right? So working with, you know, Therabody University, working with our team of educators on there to create this content for them that they could have and, you know, and distribute to their members. And I see that kind of based around our conversations, especially in certain markets where, you know, it's going to take some time. I think I'm probably overly optimistic, but I know it's going to take some time to get to where everybody's very comfortable getting back in. But what I don't see being removed from programming is going to be an at-home offering from whatever these gym brands are, right? And I think that if you have, you know, some sort of content that you're going to have in there, it can create this new line item of revenue for them that, you know, let's say 18 you know, months or, you know, 24 months from now, you know, could maybe add, you know, 10, 15, 20% to the bottom line because they have a solution for members that are now at home what to do. And then this is what you do to complement that, you know, in the club. And if you look at from a vendor standpoint, right, that, that if you have a product that can accompany them back into the home and earn real estate on their phone, you know, their smart device, right, and then also, you know, next to their bed, right? It's something there that's it's a really big deal. And again, it's from a revenue standpoint, it obviously generates more, but you kind of stay there, right? And you're never, you know, kind of leaving that person. I, I don't see that going away, especially in certain markets. Very smart. I'd like your, I'd like both your perspective on this next one. So if, you know, we've, we've talked about a lot, but if there was one thing you'd want our listeners to know that, you know, maybe they don't, they don't know, or maybe one thing that you haven't share quite yet in this in this call what what would that be and why is it important that they know that so for me uh, and obviously there's always going to be this the science lens that come comes with the answers that i provide is that consistency is probably the single most important factor for kind of improving fitness wellness recovery so when you think about the members that they're making an investment in a in a health club they're doing so and wanting to achieve their goals and consistency is probably kind of the the biggest key to that and then convenience or a lack of convenience is often the single largest barrier to that consistency so i think what's what's really interesting about kind of therabody and, and kind of the theragun product and the education and everything we've talked about today and and then also what nick touched upon about this kind of the idea of at home and at health club and kind of meeting kind of bridging the gap between the both of them is that kind of therabody's mission is is to really drive convenience and to provide people the solutions uh, and then once you have that convenience you can become more consistent and with that consistency you get members that are happier because they achieve kind of their goals so i think to me that's kind of the really key one important factor is is that idea around consistency and then how do you make it convenient um and i think that's that's what is really special about what we're doing right now nick same question yeah yeah absolutely and and i think for me and i've mentioned a couple things you know things like market opportunity right and and, you know the fact that we're trying to just you know kind of pull recovery out you know just from this kind of siloed you know box or space inside of a club and, you know, create a kind of a brand new experience with it. I mean, you know, it's our, our tagline is recovery reimagined, right? And it's, you know, what this could ultimately be and grow to and create a very unique experience. But I think if you look at kind of the same thing there, like not understanding if you haven't really kind of 
you know, touch and felt and, and use one of these things, especially with like real application, right? Is that it really does make a difference. And, you know, it, it makes this immediate impact on mobility and movement. And you get these opportunities, very few, I honestly, like right now in a club setting where when conversion still matters, right? When somebody's coming in the door and I'm looking to either pull them in or sign them up, you know, on the spot, right? Or, and whether that's then also transits over to PT, right? They get their, you know, comp session and then we're looking to convert them into that, right? There's a wow factor that's associated with this, right? And we've got, you know, some clubs that, you know, they, they'll do this kind of overhead squat assessment, right? And then, you know, they quantify the result and then they go through like an abridged kind of sweep with their guns, you know, kind of hitting you know, like all the, the spots of the body, you know, that impact that movement. And then there's a reassessment, right? And that's kind of the first thing they do right before they go out to the floor. But not only is that experience like quantifiably better, right? It's qualitatively like that member gets into that position. And I remember the first time we were doing it, it's like their big smile on the face, right? And you got this kind of like, almost like you did a magic trick. And there are very unique opportunities to use this within the club if executed on right. And, you know, we have that kind of laid out for them. And, you know, there, there's a lot of these opportunities that are there. And even post-COVID, um, just in terms of the amount of success that we can have. I think that's one thing I wanted to get across. Now let's let's try to look into the future. That's been, I know, more challenging for me because of the last three months, probably for us all. But if you could look into the future, because I think it's important for our listeners to know, you know, from you know a big picture perspective, where you guys are headed. You know, what would you say in terms of where the company is headed, and maybe you know you look at sort of near term and then maybe five years and 10 years, although that's probably tough to do, but I'd like, I'd like both your perspective on that, where you think their body's headed. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe I can kind of start with kind of the five to 10, five to 10 year, Nick, and then you can kind of, kind of talk to from a health club yeah. perspective, what that looks like over the next 12, 24 months. But I think, I think Therabody is, is really committed to defining the, the, the future of tech wellness. I think it's, it's not good enough for us to, to be a part of that, but actually define what that future looks like. And I think the focus for us is really on the science and then kind of utilizing that science in how we innovate in both products and services. And I think in kind of five to 10 years, you're going to see a company that really sets itself apart for first and foremost, I think a theme we've talked about a lot today is how it educates people to care for themselves. And then also on top of that education, then provides them the, the physical and, and digital tools for them to, to be able to do that. Nick? Yeah. And yeah, and that was very well said. And I mean, we are a big company. So, I mean, for me, I'm definitely going to be a lot more involved in just the health club side. So I can really just speak to that. But you know, if you look at, you know, what we're doing, and, and I've said this a few times now, but pulling kind of recovery out of there, I think when you look at us, you know, leveraging ubiquity of the smartphone, right, and then allowing that then and our, our mobile app, which is, you know, was released, you know, our, our new one was released, you know, three weeks ago, you know, really expanded, you know, heavily on what that person was, right? And it had, it's kind of, you know, everything was put together with kind of these partnerships in mind and the gyms are included in that, right? So, you know, we have this saying, it's, you know, partnerships, not POs, right? And, you know, what we want to do is create these very unique experiences because we know that it's done right, what that yield is going to be. And when you look at, you know, for us, to Tim's point of you know, kind of being the, the thought leaders in this space, I think we've done a phenomenal job of it. And I think what, when you look at being able to take like a gym and their activity and the equipment and everything and have that phone and that smart device, which everyone now carries to be that conduit for education, right? We're, we're really thinking about this, right? 
about how we can, you know, get this to the masses and working with those clubs, you know, to create a very uh, unique experience with them. And, you know, it just, you know, when you look at our, our product, I think a lot of people kind of, you know, this, the new product is, you know, the Gen 4 stuff. But, you know, the reality is that we're founded in 2008, right? So really this is about the 11th or 12th iteration of this product, right? So we've been constantly evolving. You know, it took off like wildfire in 2016. And since we've kind of been on this annual cadence of releasing this new technology, we've got some other things that are coming out even this year. Um, but we're constantly evolving this to where, you know, it's going to meet the needs, you know, again, specifically in the telco market of these club operators. And, you know, I think that you look at the trajectory that we're at and that market opportunity, it's trending towards ubiquity, right? And then that's, again, selfishly, that's obviously our goal is to get this in the hands of as many people as possible. But, you know, from, I think you can see us evolving from the tech side of it um, and working with, you know, different vendors and companies or integration partners to, to really create these very unique experiences that can live, you know, within different brands even, right? Um, you know, and customize whatever that is as we're kind of going forward. Um, we have the team to do it. We have brilliant people on the staff. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, for us, the sky's the limit. All right. And, and last question, if our listeners are interested in contacting you guys, either individually or the company, I guess, what's what's the best way for them to do that? For, for me, it's sales at therabodycorp.com. It's okay. pretty simple. Or they can go to still at either theragun.com or therabody.com right now. And if they go to, they can find kind of our, our dedicated B2B gym landing page that's on there. Um, and they can uh, put an inquiry on there as well. Or they can reach out to me directly at my first name, Nick, uh, N-I-C-K, dot, my last name, Trosco, T-R-O-S-K-O, at therabodycorp.com. Yeah, and then for me, really, um, if anything on the education side, simply education at therabodycorp.com. And then if they want to kind of dive deeper into the science side, they can feel free to reach out to me personally. So that's uh, Tim, period, Roberts, R-O-B-E-R-T-S, at therabodycorp.com. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining me on the Club Solutions podcast today. It was great spending time with you guys and getting to learn more about Therabody and uh, your direction. And I wish you both personally and the company continued success.